nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. And this week, what are we talking about, Aaron? One of our listeners, Mike, sent in or suggested that we do a topic or a holiday type show. And it got me thinking that, you know, a lot of people get upset if you say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas through December. And, you know, I thought we should talk about, you know, some of the other holidays that get celebrated in December and why it's perfectly fine to say happy holidays and Not everybody celebrates Christmas, just like not everybody celebrates these other holidays. And we could talk about that. That's true. Um, Our daughter shared a post like I used and I'm not going to lie. I used to be like, it's Merry Christmas because my mom was like, it's Merry Christmas. And my family was like, it's Merry Christmas. And used to get really offended when people would say things like happy holidays. Uh, And then I got to a point where I guess working in customer service and dealing with people and all that, I just got to a point where I I would respond with whatever the person I was dealing with would say. So if someone said Merry Christmas, I would say Merry Christmas back. Or if they said Happy Holidays, I would say Happy Holidays back. Right. Um, Just because you want, especially, well, for me, like in customer service, not just, you know, as a person, hey, I should care about everybody, but in that you want the people that come in and visit whatever location you're in to feel welcome and to want to come back. Um, But then Kayla shared this thing on Facebook. I don't know who did it, so I can't give credit. So I'm sorry for stealing something. But it said, I said, happy holidays, because all of the holidays that are celebrated, and I want to include everybody. Um, I wish I could remember the thing. I don't know if you saw I tried looking through her posts, but she posts and shares so many things. But it, it does matter, right? Like you said, there's so many celebrated. It's not just the one day. Right. So I was like, I wonder how many holidays are celebrated. So I did this search and I I have to start with this before I get into the actual holidays because you know how there's lots of national days? Right. Like the national Like the pancake day (laughs) and donut day. So for the month of December, there are a lot and there are days that share... 31 of them? (laughs) Yes. There's 31 days, but on each of those days, there's lots of different national day ofs. But I uh, was looking through and I thought of you. And so I feel that December 8th is your day of the year. My day? Mm -hmm. It's pretend to be a time traveler day. Sweet. (laughs) I was like, hey, that's what you love talking about and like thinking about or, or... So, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good one. And then also uh, our daughter, our oldest daughter, has a a fascinating... There is December 9th. So the day after you get to pretend to be a time traveler, she can celebrate National Llama Day. All right. December 9th, yeah. There's lots of other ones. The Dewey Decimal System Day, December 10th. So Pretty cool. I mean, that that was... Like a pretty important thing. Yeah. I mean, it did a lot of great things for libraries and organization of the materials and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome. I think that would be a little more important than Llama Day or Donut Day or Pancake Day. I feel like you shouldn't be so judgmental of some of those days. (laughs) Um, There's, yeah, there's lots of them. There's some other ones that are really important or really shouldn't just be a day, but it's days to remember and stuff. Like December 1st is World's 
World AIDS Day, a day to think about those that have dealt with that in their lives and are dealing with that in their lives. Right. Um, December 3rd is International Day of Persons with Disabilities. Right. So mm. there's there's lots of them in here. But yeah, I just thought that one was, those two were funny because you're a pretend to be a time traveler day. Better yet, maybe we can go on a trip and find, you know, just take a time traveling llama and spend both of those days hanging out. There you go. You get two days. And it'll be a time-traveling llama, so we can just keep going through those two days until we're done with it. Wouldn't that be Groundhog Day? Maybe. (laughs) Isn't that in February? A little bit. (laughs) All right. So, on to actual holidays, though. So, we know from at least where where we live and stuff that the general one is Merry Christmas, put your Christmas lights up, and and all of that, uh, which is celebrated December 25th. However, I was curious... Sorry. I was curious if you knew that... um, in Australia, Christmas falls during summer. Yeah, I knew that. It's, I don't know, just kind of cool because I mean they're in the Southern Hemisphere, so like our seasons are swapped. Yeah. So I looked up this. A lot of this information today comes from WorldStrides.com. It's an article they have, but apparently for in Australia, it's popular to go camping or to the beach over the holiday, and they decorate a Christmas bush, which is a native Australian tree with small green leaves and flowers that turn red. So it's still that green and red theme. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then I think my favorite one is Iceland. Uh, it says in Iceland, capital city. I cannot pronounce it, and I will butcher it. I am so sorry. Reykjavik turns into a winter wonderland with its Christmas market. And for the children, there's not one but 13 Santas. All right. Right? 13 of them. And they're known as Yule Lads. But one comes every night for 13 nights and puts treats like in little shoes on windowsills. I've heard something about that. The the Yule Lads. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah. So I mean, I do recall hearing something about that. And then you have the whole, was it in Germany and German culture, the Krampus, mm-hmm. that it's more of a, if you're not good, this thing's going to come get you. And I think there's several cultures that there's something similar to that. <laughs> but I, I mean, just like we not should everybody. implement that with some of the children in our home. <laughs> I mean. But that kind of goes along with us talking about the other holidays and stuff. Even just within the one holiday, it's celebrated so many different ways around the world. So, yeah. Like, we leave milk and cookies for Santa here. Um, In England, they leave, like, mince pies and brandy for Father Christmas. I just hope that uh, Sweeney Todd's not taking part in making those pies. Right? (laughs) This year, I hope they just leave hand sanitizer. Santa needs hand sanitizer. (laughs) I mean, they should probably leave that anyway, or maybe a bowl of soap and water going up and down those chimneys. Right? That's got to be so dirty. Uh, So, another one, Festival of Lights. What holiday? It's Hanukkah. It is. The only thing I really know about it is from um, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, which (laughs) I wish I knew more. I know stuff that I looked up, but I've never, I've kind of been self-centered all of my life and realized that there's so many cool things that that are celebrated and why they're celebrated are really... Well, and not growing up Jewish, like we, we weren't taught these things and we never really thought, hey, we should look into this it just wasn't something that we celebrated so there just wasn't a whole lot of need to that's true but i wasn't raised christian uh so i didn't know any really of the the christ in it and his birthday and all of that stuff man for me it was straight up santa claus and presents i mean so many people whether they're raised christian or not like celebrate christmas santa claus uh 
I had no idea what the nativity Gifts sets and were everything. for. And well, <laughs> while we're talking about that, I mean, Christmas, a lot of the traditions that we celebrate at Christmas, like the gift giving and uh, that it's just this real happy time of the year, comes from pagan roots. The winter solstice. That uh, pagans brought into... It was the worship of the pagan god Saturn and called Saturnalia. Mm-hmm. And like that was the agricultural god, which I believe also explains the use of a Christmas tree. Oh, that makes sense. I'm not positive on that, but well, it would if make we're sense. wrong, I'm sure someone will tell us. <laughs> That's cool, though. But I mean, a lot of Christian traditions, like things that we do have, like those pagan roots. That's like, oh, this is fun. Let's do this. Let's add that in. And there's nothing wrong with it. You're having fun with it. You're not you know, going against your religion to do these fun things. So I guess that's true. So the Hanukkah one, though, is kind of cool. So it's an eight day, like I said, eight crazy nights. <laughs> Adam Sandler. I think my first real knowledge of Hanukkah was still Adam Sandler, but it wasn't eight crazy nights. It was the Hanukkah song. Oh, Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. That's a good song, but one, two, and three. <laughs> I do look forward to hearing that every year on something. Um, but so, did you know that it? The reason it's an eight-day thing is because it's a Jewish celebration that commemorates the rededication of the Second Temple in Jerusalem following the Maccabean Revolt. I did not. As far as I was aware, it was a, a celebration about I don't know, the like this great miracle where somebody didn't have enough oil for their lamp for even one night, and it like somehow the oil lasted for eight nights. Yep. So those who took part in the rededication witnessed what they believed to be a miracle. Even though there was only enough untainted oil to keep the menorah's candle burning for a single day, the flames continued for the eight days. So I was thinking it was like some lady's house, like her and her family, and she only had enough oil for the lamp for one night and it lasted eight nights. Like I thought that was what the story was. I hadn't really looked into it. So yeah, it was a rededication of the second temple. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, Do you have in your notes like when that would have taken place? Because I found something that I assume is accurate, but Mm -mm. I believe that was uh, happened in sometime BC because some information when I was looking at some things on that, um, for it to make sense, Hanukkah translates as dedication. Mm-hmm. And Jesus attended a Hanukkah celebration oh. in the Bible. Nice. In John chapter 10, uh, verses 22 through 24. This is from the King James Version. And it was at Jerusalem, the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Oh my, that's cool. And it makes perfect sense because Jesus was a Jew. He grew up Jewish. So it would make sense that he would have grown up also celebrating the dedication. See, so this holiday is so much older and and more root. So it's interesting to me how, I guess maybe it's just here, I don't know, but how it's so much less. That sounds bad. It's not a lesser holiday, it's a lesser known or lesser... Definitely less commercialized. Yeah, like, I'm curious as to why, like, because you just read that, right? Like, that's in the Christian Yeah, the King James Version of the Bible. So why did that not continue in Christianity? Why did they not celebrate that if that was something that he celebrated because that was part of his life. So that's interesting. Like, I don't know. And um, yeah, I forget where I had seen it. But I know like when we were out doing some shopping, when we were at Target, that we saw a lot of 
Hanukkah things. Yeah, that was cool. A lot in comparison to anything I've ever seen seen anywhere else in a store. And that was. Yeah, they had like a whole shelf dedicated to it, which is not a whole lot. There was several things. Well, the whole shelving. Yeah, that one area. And then there were other spots around the store where there was Hanukkah stuff. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Because, like, I I don't think I have ever seen Hanukkah anything like at Walmart. Mm mm. Or I mean, they might, but most places that we get like, but there was enough of it when we went to Target earlier that it was noticeable. And it was like, hey, that's kind of cool. You don't see that a whole lot. Right. But now speaking of the Hanukkah stuff at Target mm-hmm. and the dreidels that, you know, they had because mm-hmm. they had several different dreidels. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at something earlier that uh, was telling about how the dreidel kind of came to be a thing and that dreidel game that they play. And it had to do with studying the Torah, which is the Jewish holy book, mm-hmm. uh, was outlawed. And they would like use the dreidel and the words on the dreidel. And so the kids would play with the dreidel. Oh, it was like a form to memorize it? Instead of studying. <gasps> oh. That way they weren't studying. They were playing a game. That is so smart. So it was a way to, you know, kind of start teaching the kids, you know, some of the Hebrew words. Uh, I don't know what those words are that are on that. Me either. But that was just kind of cool. It was kind of a underground kind of thing. That like so the neat. prohibition for Jewish Judaism. Ju- Judaism. There you go. <laughs> Jewishness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. I apologize to any of you. I didn't Our say words I studied, don't work. <laughs> I, I didn't say I studied a lot. <laughs> I just looked up a few things. And Judaism completely slipped my mind there. <laughs> that is interesting. I didn't know that. Like I didn't know that either. It was kind of cool. As far as I the only thing I really know about it is it's a game that kids like bet candy and then spin it's like it these chocolate coins it. or even real so, coins. And it's kind of a fun little game to play where you can win something. Yeah. So that's interesting. I, I like that. That's that's really smart. So it's it's sad that they had to hide. Right. That any individuals had to hide, like, who they were or what they believed or any of that for I mean, fear I don't know of everything what, going on. But. I don't know what year that came about, but I would guess that it was around the 1940s during World War II, uh, wherever that was taking place. It was like, well, no, but they could you know, spin these tops and play with them. And I don't know when the dreidel came about and started becoming a thing, but something like that makes sense. 1890. According to, I just looked it up in Wikipedia. So, you know, they're your friends may not be accurate. Um, According to most scholarly source (laughs) in the world. Hey, I'm just saying. Anyways, it says, according to a tradition first documented in 1890, the game was developed by Jews who illegally, illegally studied the Torah in seclusion as they hid sometimes in caves from the Seleucids under Antiochus IV. <laughs> oh, the Torah scrolls would be concealed and be replaced by dreidels. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of cool. I feel like there was probably more than just the four words on the sides of dreidels or more dreidels that would cover more things. Well, it says at the first sign of the, man, I cannot pronounce words, Seleucids, Seleucids, approaching their Torah scrolls would be concealed and be replaced by dreidels. Oh, that way it's like a group of them are together just playing a game instead of Mm -hmm. a group of them getting together to study. Yeah. So they would actually study and then they would just hide them and play the game. That's cool. Yeah. All right. All right. 
So Christmas, Hanukkah, both we've just discussed pretty long-term religion religious holidays, right? Been around for right. a while. Do you know what holiday was created in 1966? I do not. It was created after the Watts riots in Los Angeles. Watts Day. By Dr. Malana Karenga. Malana Karenga Day. Kwanzaa. Huh? Yep. Uh, so, yep, Kwanzaa was created by Dr. Karenga in 1966. Um, he founded Us Magazine. And this says a cultural organization, but it, it was Us Magazine. So, um, And he started to research African first fruit celebrations, which were harvests. Um, and then he combined aspects of several different harvest celebrations to form the basis of Kwanzaa. All right. So comes from the phrase, I cannot say, Mantunda ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. All right. Probably said that really, probably slow and wrong, but I apologize. But yeah, so apparently it uh, is celebrated by families in their own way. So there's not those like overall traditions that other holidays have, but... It often includes songs and dances, African drums, storytelling, poetry readings, and a large traditional meal. And on each of the seven nights, so I, I get this Seven theme. crazy nights instead of eight. <laughs> um, families gather and a child lights one of the candles on the Kanara. Then one of the seven principles, values of African culture, um, is discussed. So, like, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, all of these that I was looking into and reading, um, even, like, Christmas in other countries, right. there's, like, this stretch of days that these things are celebrated over. It's not just one day. So, I thought that was kind of cool. But, yeah, so Kwanzaa does all this. And then they have Kamura, Karamu, uh, on December 31st, which is an African feast. Right. Yeah. So, it doesn't... I didn't, like, find more about, like exactly what harvests celebrations he chose or what those are but i thought that was kind of interesting like that's the the newest as far as like lineage and stuff goes so. and it sounds like it i mean especially being in the 60s and all, everything that was going on then that it was i mean, kind of an idea like you know hey let, let's get together let's do a celebration kind of remember our heritage where we came from where our ancestors came from and know about our culture and celebrate that right like, because that kind of idea yeah like i thought that was cool so that it wasn't like oh you're not because that was the time where we were coming up with like all the civil rights marches, the getting um, integration into schools, all of these things and getting rid of. And so this was there. He found this way to be like, let's celebrate us. And right. I thought that was so cool. The first time I ever heard about Kwanzaa, I was in elementary school because I grew up in California. Um, and a lot of my friends celebrated Kwanzaa. And I didn't quite grasp exactly what it, it was or what they did. But like they were always so excited about the time like my friends were super excited about Kwanzaa and I was like that is so awesome like I was excited for Christmas break because it meant I got two weeks off of school and I got to go see my grandma right but I didn't grasp just like how important it was to them and why it was so important and like I think that's an awesome holiday that they have that they're just like this is us this is ours right um, and that is individuals families and that culture they they have that and I didn't know that it was that new right because I was born a little over a decade after it was founded <laughs> so in elementary school it, it was like only 20 years around and it was so important to my friends yeah it's kind of cool I, I mean it's that recent that's what 50 some years something like yeah. that 
50, but it's years? that big of a thing, and it's been that recent. Like there are you know, still several people alive. Like my mother was alive. Yeah, when that became a thing for the first time. Yeah. So the older I get, the more I realize how ignorant I've spent most of my life. Right. Ah, let's talk about boxing. Like Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali and Sugar Ray Leonard. Did you hear that they're getting ready to do um, a boxing match? Uh, Mike Tyson. Who's it? It's Mike Tyson and someone else. I just saw a thing for it the it's other not day. not Evander Holyfield, is it? Oh, they're both in their 50s. Well, Mike Tyson already bit Holyfield's ear. I don't know that that'd be a good rematch. Let me. He might be hungry for another piece. <laughs> Let me look real quick. Um, so is that really what Boxing Day is about? Yes. Hold on. In 2020, Boxing Day will be... Oh, did I miss it already? It was on the 29th of November, apparently. So, yeah, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Well, at least it wasn't Holyfield. He doesn't have to worry about losing another <laughs> chunk of ear. <laughs> but no, that's not Boxing Day. I just thought that was uh, interesting. I saw... A commercial for it the other day and i was like for real they're gonna put yep so the two of them had a boxing match november 29th All right. so no that's not boxing day boxing day uh takes place on december 26th All right. day after christmas yeah uh it was originated in the united kingdom during the middle ages and it was a day when the alms box the you know, alms, like, alms alms for, for the, the poor. poor yeah so the day that those boxes like they've been collecting all of the the donations and the monies and all that for however long i don't know if it was for the entire year or just the month but anyway they had taken those and then they would open those so boxing day was the day that they would open those and then they would distribute it um, the contents to the people in the area for like the lower income. Um, so the poor, uh, yeah. And they would give that money out to everybody. So that was boxing day. It's the day that those were opened. And, Wouldn't and that now be an unboxing day because yeah. they're unboxing the donations and stuff. Ooh, I don't know. We should ask someone about that. That'd be like all of those videos where people are opening new items that are called unboxing videos. Mm. It'd be weird if they called them boxing videos. It's like, oh, we're going to watch you package something up. Great. How fun. Ooh, I think that's what I'm going to do next, but only in podcast form. This way, everybody just hears me closing and taping boxes. I think that'd be great. All right. <laughs> Probably not. Um, well, that's not all they would hear. If you were by yourself, they'd hear a lot of you talking to yourself, I'm sure. That's why I'm good at podcasting, sir. I have no problem <laughs> talking to myself or answering myself for that matter. So what I'm hearing is she says... <laughs> She can do this without me. She doesn't need me. Well, you know. She'll just sit here and talk to herself. I think it's more fun with you, but no, I need you here. I didn't have an answer for that. Though Boxing Day is related to Christmas um, because it was also the day servants were traditionally given the day off to celebrate Christmas with their families. So right. they the servants were required to work on Christmas Day so that they could, you know, that makes sense. do like all of the this stuff for the rich people. The rich folks, like, you know, serve their meals and stuff while they did their celebration. But then they were given the you know, next time day. off yeah. the next day to do their celebration. Mm hmm. So it's kind of what we've done with our family their entire lives. We're always like, yeah, we'll celebrate it on whatever day because... We have a blended family, so... Whenever we can all get together. Yep, which sometimes has been the middle of January, so... Or even multiple <laughs> yeah. times. Uh, but it's now a public holiday in the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and other countries. Uh, 
So I thought that was kind of cool. And the Irish refer to the holiday as St. Stephen's Day. And they have their own tradition called hunting the wren, in which boys fasten a fake wren to a pole and parade it through town. All right. Yeah. And the Bahamas celebrate Boxing Day with a street parade and festival called Junkanoo. So that one was cool. And then the last one I found, all months have to come to an end. December just happens to cause an end to the month and the year, right? I know this year, everybody's kind of looking forward to the year ending and starting a new one. 2020 has been something. Right. Uh, so do you know what the December 31st? New Year's Eve. It is New Year's Eve, right? Because New Year's Day. And that's the day that like, you watch a ball drop. People get drunk and kiss somebody at midnight. Unless you're us and we're like, oh, our kids are young enough. We can play a recording of last year's ball drop and put them to bed at 8 o'clock, 9. Or watch it drop in, at least in an, on one of the coasts that we're not on, the East Coast, so we can go to bed an hour early. Or... Yep. Or as they got older, just like, eh. Tomorrow will be a day. We are not exciting people. It's like, we, we can look it up on YouTube, watch a ball drop, and call it good. Just don't pay attention to the numbers on the ball. Right? We're old and lame. We just want to go to bed. So in Japanese tradition, New Year's Day is the most important day of the year. And I could see that for a lot of cultures. I, I would at least think. Just because, I mean, like Chinese New Year is a big thing. I would think it's a kind of a time of renewal. Let's start fresh. Let's, you know, do better. Yep. It's time. That's to, my guess. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, I mean, it makes sense. Kind of like a clean slate. It's all new. Yeah. So in Japanese culture or tradition, New Year's Day is the most important holiday or the most important day of the year. Um, and then New Year's Eve, which is called Amisoka, is the second most important day. And that's, that's New Year's Eve. And for them, they gather on Omasaka for the last, for one last time in the old year to have a bowl of stuff I cannot pronounce. So they get together and they eat noodles. There's a name for it, but I know it's really bad. So it's Toshikoshi Soba or Toshikoshi Undan. And it's long noodles. and that Undan or Udon? U- udon. Oh, it's so like Udon noodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and so it's a tradition based on eating the long noodles to cross over from one year to the next. So, like you were talking about us watching the balls drop and kissing, they eat noodles to to go across. All right. Yeah, I think that's a much better tradition. (laughs) I'd rather eat a bowl of noodles than kiss you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. Probably. Um, So, and you'd hit me in the head, lock me in the freezer. You're never going to hear the end of that. I still need to I set will that when up. I lock you in the freezer. <laughs> and then the voice will just be in my head. Uh, it's crowded in there. It is crowded in there. It's horrible. All right. So do you have any other holidays that you want to talk about or you're thinking of? Or? Nope. Those were all of the hmm. holidays that I got. they have more. Um, I feel like I'm sure there's other holidays. I mean, there's so many countries and cultures out there that, but i mean we only have so much time to talk about them I mean, i'm sure those are like the four main ones as far as the amount of people that celebrate it not importance five we talked about christmas hanukkah kwanzaa boxing day 
and Omisoka. Yeah. So I do have one more thing about Omisoka, which I think is kind of cool. Did I say four? Uh-huh. Oh, I was thinking other than Christmas, I guess. Oh, like I, right. Because everybody, but, well, I say everybody. Right. Christmas is so widely celebrated. But uh, so the thing I like about the, I know I'm pronouncing this so wrong and I am so sorry, but uh, Omisoka is Shinto shrines prepare Amazaki. Uh, to pass out to crowds, and most Buddhist temples have large cast bells that are struck once for each of the 108 earthly desires believed to cause human suffering. Oh, I did want to bring this up to you real quick. Just last week. What did I do? Nothing. When we recorded last week, uh, I was listening to the podcast, right? Just to kind of see what got left in, what got cut out, and, and all of that. Right. And I was listening to it on my Bluetooth speaker, and it kept like beeping like that beep or beep whatever sound and i thought i thought that you kept like what's that word um bleeping out yeah words i was like did i say words like bad words that many times like it did it four or five times while i was listening to it i I only listening to it back i i caught a squeak sound once I don't know if that's the same sound Mm-mm. you're talking about. No, nope. I thought you were censoring me multiple times because this happened like four or five times while I was listening to it. <laughs> and then all I of a know. sudden, <laughs> my, my speaker went dead. <laughs> it was the speaker telling me that the battery was low. That's great. But I was like, what, what did I say? I thought you were just censoring. I was like, man, I must have had some bad language that day because, and it was every time that I was speaking. <laughs> and so, yeah, I thought you were censoring me. No, that's but funny. No, my battery was dying on my speaker. Well, see what I thought you were talking about when I was listening back to it. Uh, if anybody heard a squeak, like a high pitched squeak, like a door creaking or squeaking, then that's because I didn't catch that when I was editing and cut that little spot out. One of the children in the house kept coming out and opening the door, and that particular door has some squeaky hinges. And I thought I got them all until I was listening back to it, and there's one spot you can kind of hear a real quick squeak of a hinge. Well, that's better. I thought you were going to say that you heard mice on it or something, and I was like, "Mm, we're moving. (laughs) No, just squeaky hinges. Cats aren't doing their jobs. Kids wanted dinner that night for whatever reason. Right? So needy. Always wanting food. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. So I know that was completely off topic, but I just had to share that with you because I was like, oh my gosh, what what did I do? And then it was just the speaker. Um, So That's funny. But researching these things, thank you, Mike, for the topic idea. Uh, I definitely believe that now. Like, if you say Merry Christmas to me, I'm going to say Merry Christmas back to you. (laughs) If you say Happy Kwanzaa, I'm going to say Happy Kwanzaa back. Um, Happy Hanukkah. Because those things are important. Like, whatever you're celebrating, what you're saying. But if you don't say it to me, I'm going to say Happy Holidays to you. And it's (laughs) not because I think one is more important than the other, or I don't think that one is more important than the other. It's because I think people are important. So, to all of you, thank you for listening. Happy holidays. And if you would like to give us a topic that you would like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, tell me all the words I pronounced wrong, things I got incorrect, whatever the case may be, or tell us the things that happen in your life that you're like, I'm glad nobody was there for that. And let me eavesdrop on it and let us talk about it. You can find all of the links to our social media, leave us feedback or anything at topicplease.com. 